dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Did you know that the academic publication industry is more profitable than the music and film industry? We're talking tens of billions of dollars. It's not a surprise when you consider that UK universities are estimated to spend hundreds of millions each year on publication fees, and that's per university. As a researcher, I'm no stranger to peer review. I've both published and reviewed papers in academic journals. Recently, I've been asking myself a question. Every time I review a journal, I do so for free and without questioning it. Why? It takes around an hour per page to thoroughly review a paper. We can be talking as much as a full day's work. If we're paying journals thousands of pounds to publish in them, why are we doing their editing process for free? It's not a revolutionary question either. I am seeing increasing numbers of people on LinkedIn asking this question. Time is money, and in times like this, it's harder to justify giving time to a journal for zero remuneration. Especially when the internet allows you to sell your time and expertise elsewhere. A quick Google search will return a plethora of options for you to monetize yourself, so why would you give a journal your time for zero remuneration? Generally, when I ask academics this question, the response is either one of two. They either say it's just part of the job or it's good for the CV. But should it be part of the job? And on the CV point, I've had a lot of interviews as part of my academic career. At no point have I been asked, what journals have you reviewed for? It's not of interest to them, especially since anyone can lie and say that they've reviewed for whatever journal they want. It adds zero value to the interview. So once again, should we be giving journals so much time for free? It certainly seems like the balance of labour is off. Reviewers do so much of the legwork but see none of the money that is made via subscriptions and publishing fees. As a reviewer, your job is to read the paper in microscopic detail in order to gain a really strong idea of what the authors are trying to convey. You need to consider more than just if the data looks good. It needs to tell a story that's of interest for the readers of that journal. That means you've got to read and digest the introduction and discussion to see if there's a strong enough narrative here and if the data backs it up. You need to consider every sentence and think, is this clear or could it be written better? You must ensure the data is tight, interesting and not suspicious in any way. Then you have to consider everything as a whole. Once you've done that, you have to write up all of your comments to the authors. Depending on the quality of the article, this could be quite a large write-up from your end. You need to clearly detail your opinions on the paper and recommend any changes, major or minor, with concise backing as to why you think they're needed. Finally, your ultimate verdict of reject or revise needs to be justified. It's not a quick job and sadly we're seeing a trend of more and more academics trying to treat it as one. This is not unsurprising. How can you expect a reviewer to do a good job if they have to squeeze it in on an already busy schedule with zero reward? If you speak to any academic, they'll tell you that their calendars have got busier and busier over the years. Somewhere, something has to give. You cannot give everything your best efforts if you don't have the capacity to do so and I suspect peer review suffers a lot here. I've had some really lousy reviewers on my papers, people who clearly have not taken the time to read it properly. How can I be angry at them if there is no incentive for them to do so? If you want good reviewers, pay them for it. So how do we change something that's so entrenched in academic culture? That's the big question. Every academic wants to publish papers, ergo every academic is reliant on reviewers. We've normalised doing this for free, so many will be inclined to carry on ensuring this process keeps moving. If we don't review for free, nobody can publish and so science doesn't move forwards and journals know this and exploit it. But what would happen if we all stopped? If we all said, yes, I will review this for a fee of X? Initially, journals would say no and look elsewhere. 
but the power really is with the, the academics. Without our science, journals have absolutely nothing to publish. If enough of us say, I will not do this for free, they will have to change. We're not asking for a discount from a small struggling business, we're asking for our cut of a multi-billion dollar industry that we're currently working in for free. My go-to response to journals now is to essentially say, thank you for the invite. Unfortunately, my time is limited and I cannot allocate any more time to external activities without remuneration. Things need to change because your time is worth so much more than nothing. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.